the most effective prayers are made by people who have a personal, intimate, and intense relationship with Jesus. Hi guys, hi guys. It's good to be here again. So this is the thought part. Yes, the thought part of our series on prayer. And today we are talking about the power of a believing prayer. What you'll be getting out of this video is very simple. I'll be telling you the power of a believing prayer, of course. But I'll also be teaching you how to train your mind to believe. Because I need you to understand believing is different from faith. Inasmuch as faith requires action, belief doesn't. Belief doesn't. Belief is in the heart. It sits there in the heart. It sits in your mind. So even if you are doing an act of faith, you put a cloth in your stomach and you're saying, I have a child or something like that, or you are an act of faith, something, you know those acts of faith we do, and you do not believe it, your faith is not going to work. Your faith is not going to work. Believe, like I said, is seated in the heart, just like iniquity, just like doubt also. Belief is sitting in the heart. You know, sin is what you see. Sin is the action. Iniquity is the thought. Iniquity is that one that just sits close in the heart like this and is acting like nothing is going on. But there's one deep hatred, one envy, jealousy that just sits there. That's iniquity. <laughs> That's what Jesus said. Get out from here, you workers of iniquity. Everything you were doing was for a selfish reason. You were jealous of this person. You envied it. You were angry. You didn't want to forgive this person. And you were shaking and smiling, hugging and all of that. Blah, blah, blah. So you will be surprised when we get to heaven. A lot of people will be judged because of iniquity. Equity, not just sin. <laughs> My God, have mercy on us. So yeah, so that's what we'll be talking about, not iniquity. And maybe I'll do a video on that. I think I should do a video on that. Hello there, friend. My name is Amechi and I'm the anchor voice of Eden. Aside that, I'm a pro graphics designer. I love to sing. I'm an author and I love Jesus. We are on a mission to expose people to the truth of who they are in Christ Jesus, to build a generation that loves God, fears God, and serves God, to raise and empower people that cherish the Word of God. Join us as we journey into God's rest. But today we're talking about training your mind to believe that's the power of a believing prayer or power of a person who believes when he prays all right so before we jump into this video i want you to do three things kindly like this video drop a comment and say believe when you pray or just say the power of a believing prayer or just say prayer <laughs> three things but please just do one of them if you can't type too much just say prayer because when you say prayer what youtube does is that youtube generates the algorithm and shares it to more people who are searching for prayer or something that's related to prayer right and i know this video is going to bless them because i want us to start praying powerfully I really, I really want us to, every one of us to start praying powerfully. If you follow this series to the end, I bet you your prayer life is going to change. I promise you it is going to change. All right, so let's just jump quickly into what we'll be talking about. I'll be reading two scriptures. The first scripture is 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 12. And it says, I'll, I'll skip the beginning part. It says, I know whom I have believed. So I talk, I'm reading the B part. I know whom I have believed and I am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against the day. He said, I know whom 
I have believed. So the next scripture we'll be reading is in Mark chapter 11 verse 23. And it says, For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. 24 says, Therefore I say unto you, What things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe. Ah! We can actually just stop there, but I won't stop there. When you pray, believe that ye receive them and ye shall have them. So quickly to my first point. Paul was speaking to Timothy and he said, I know whom I have believed and I am persuaded that he is able. Now I need us to understand. Paul didn't say, I know what I have believed. He said, I know whom I have believed. Prayer is not entirely tied to what you know, but prayer is most effective when you know the one whom you pray to. Should I say that again? Prayer is more effective when you know the one whom you pray to and not just know what you believe. So most times when we pray, we see prayer as a contract, all right? I find some some principle from scripture, believe it, memorize it, and then expect to see a result. Nothing is wrong with praying with principle or looking for a principle, believing the principle and expecting the result. Nothing is wrong with that. But beyond that, prayer should be effective. When Paul said, I know whom I have believed, you know that this was more than what was written in the scripture, what was told to him, what was said to him. It has now gone beyond that and it is now about the person who said it, right? And that's how prayer, that's, that's where the effectiveness of prayer is birthed from. When your belief is not tied to what was said, but who said what was said. We can't believe only by just knowing principles. We need to believe by knowing the person behind the principles. We need to believe by knowing the person behind the principle. I have a lot to say, so I, I won't even dwell on those points. The first thing I want to also point out is that the word of God is living and active. It's, it is living and active. From the second series, I made it very clear that prayer is tied to the word of God. Knowing the word births an effective prayer. It is never without the word. So a lot of people want to separate them and say, I pray you study the Bible. No, it is never without the word. The effectiveness of your prayer is tied to the word of God. Now, what I'm saying in this particular point I'm trying to make right now is that we must arrive at the point where the word becomes flesh, becomes a person we believe. So when we read the word, we do not just read the word as letters. We read it as spirits, as living, as active, giving life to everything. And he sent forth his word and it healed them. Do you know that word? It was Jesus. He sent Jesus forth and he healed them of their diseases, healed them of their sicknesses, raised the dead, cleansed the leper. All right. That's the word. That's what the word can do. So Paul said, I know whom, not what. And I am persuaded that he's able to keep. So a lot of times we do not know whom we are believing. So we only tie our belief to what and trust me when your belief is 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 hanging on what it is not firm it's not strong little things can affect it little things can change your mind because it's now holding on what not not whom 
Alright, not whom. Powerful praying comes from a heart hungry to know the word Jesus. That's the person Jesus. Powerful praying comes from a heart that is hungry to know the person of Jesus. Let me read what I wrote here. I said, if we want true power in prayer, we must desire to know Jesus in such an intimate and intense way that every desire pales beside him. Every desire melts beside him. We must desire to know him in a more, a true and a more intimate and intense way. Listen to this. That kind of desire, that kind of desperate desire doesn't grow in a heart of those whose relationship with Jesus or with God consists simply of going to church a couple of times a week. If we must have true spiritual passion, we must develop a love affair for the Lord. And love affairs are not in public. Oh God of mercy. Oh God of... <laughs> if we must desire spiritual passion, true relationship with Jesus that transcends beyond the words, the letters of the scripture into becoming a person, we must develop a love affair with him, with our Lord. And love affairs are not in public. So beyond the public show that we do in public, what is your personal prayer life like? What do you do in secret aside that thing we see in public? When you close your doors, what are you doing there? How is your love affair with him like? The most effective prayers are made by people who have a personal, intimate and intense relationship with Jesus. Yes, it's beyond just finding letters in the scripture and praying them. You need to develop your, your relationship with Jesus beyond the word into knowing him as a person, as a person. All right. Let me read John chapter 15 verse 7 for you. It says, if you live in me, abide vitally united to me and my word remains in you and continues to live in your heart. Ask whatsoever you will and it shall be done for you. The only attachment to that is if we believe and abide in him. You see, abiding is not the word as a principle. Abiding is the word as a person. If you abide with me, if you are bored with me, if you are intimate with me, if you have intercourse with me, if my word continues to remain in you, ask whatsoever you need. So a lot of us want to start asking for whatsoever we need, but we have not arrived at the place where the word has become flesh, one with us. It has, it's abiding in us. It is living on the inside of us. Can you say that about yourself? Can I say that about myself? That I've gotten to the place where the word is now one with me. The word is living in me. It is vitally connected to me. It is vitally connected to me. Let me say this. With deep fellowship with the word, we will know not just the form of prayer, but the power of prayer. With deep fellowship with the word of God as a person, we will know not just the form. Do you know the form of prayer? That's the form of prayer we see almost almost every Sunday. People doing and that same person will go outside and curse and steal and fornicate. So we'll know just not the form but the power if we start having fellowship 
with the word of God. So let me quickly run. I think I've gone ahead of myself. So let me quickly run and read for you Mark chapter 11, 23, like I read earlier and explain something for you. It says, For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe, those in which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Let me say this thing. Let me teach you how you can train your mind to believe the word of God or believe in the person of Jesus Christ. All right. So the first thing you need to do is that you need to renew your mind with the word of God daily. You need to renew your mind. Your minds, your mind needs to learn the current reality. Somebody said, I was listening to someone, somebody said, we were trained in an environment that is filled with poverty unbelief the person who thought you was poor the environment you were living in they were poor so all you saw was poverty and you believe that this is what life can be like or this is what life should be like unconsciously that's in your heart even if you want to be rich but you you can't get past that stage because you have already believed poverty so the same thing is true when we believe doubt, when we believe suffering, when we believe hunger, when we believe sickness, because we have seen a lot of people around us die of sicknesses. We've seen a lot of people around us, a lot of marriages failing, and we unconsciously believe it because that stays in our heart. But what I, what I want to tell you today is that you can reculture your mind by the word of God. Study the word of God daily. Constantly study the word of God. Somehow it re it renews your mind it regenerates your mind it kills those lies and gets you to believe the truth so that's one way you can train your mind to believe right is by reading constantly renewing your mind by the word of god the second step is meditation consistently meditate on the word of god consistently meditate on the word of god meditation is not is not praying meditation is thinking deep thought deep thought that leads me to the next thing i want to say in Mark chapter 11 verse 23 he says if you say to this mountain he didn't say if you pray to this mountain let me say something you pray to God and you speak to things you pray to God and you say to things so he didn't say if you say to God he says if you say to this mountain if you say to the sickness if you say to this lack if you say to this house be thou fixed you are not the end of my life if you say to them and do not doubt in your heart. So the thing is this, when you are saying to something, you need to see that thing respond to the things you have said in your heart. That's how you do not doubt in your heart. So sometimes we already say, hmm, let me give you an example of what my mom usually do when I was growing up. She'll say, go and do this thing for me. And she'll say, I know you will not do it. When I look at you, mom will think you are mature. So, do you see the contrast? So, if I don't do it and I and she gets back, she's going to beat me. I mean, mercilessly. But she has already told me, I know you will not do it. So, the reverse is the case. If you say to something, see that thing respond to what you have said. That is belief, right? That is believing in your heart and not doubting. It may take a couple of months, eight months, three months. I, one day, I was walking through the street and the Lord told me that people who are in the other side, the occults, the marine world, they don't see things immediately they say it. They give it time. They may they, they may have killed somebody in the realm of the spirit, 
but that person is walking around three years four years that person is there they would give it time and the person would die after two years so you need to learn to do that too so that when you say something because it has not happened immediately doesn't mean it is not the process is not already happening so when you say it give it time keep seeing the situation in your mind as you have said it even though it doesn't change it will definitely change it will definitely change if you do not doubt so doubt sits in the heart belief also sits in the heart and when you are doubting you are not seeing the things you say happen but when you believe you see the things you say happen irrespective of whatever is happening in your environment so 24 says that therefore i say unto you what things soever ye desire when ye pray believe that ye have received them and ye shall have them believe comes before receiving when you pray believe that you have received them and you would have them and i said believe is of the heart see it in the eyes of your mind keep seeing it in the make everything around you to see that thing in the eyes of your mind the more real it is in the eyes of your mind the soonest it gets to your hand i said in one of the videos i did go and see it i think it was in part one i said if you can see it soon you would have it the reality what you see in your mind will not take too long before it gets to your hand belief doesn't always require action let me tell you you know how faith requires action belief doesn't always require action belief just needs you to see it see it see it see it see it keep seeing it keep seeing it keep seeing it suddenly it gets to your hand yes it gets to your hand all right so that's what i have to share on the power of belief i told you the two ways you can make sure your heart your mind believes is by renewing it by the word of god and meditating on the scripture or meditating on the things you have prayed all right medit constant meditation so now you see how powerful belief is when you pray yes how powerful belief is all right guys thank you so much um, i have a lot to say but i'm running out of time so i'll just stick to this and um i'll implore you that you like um comment and um drop a and follow yes follow subscribe so if you're listening on amazon music spotify if you're listening to my podcast or you're watching on youtube please do not forget to like follow drop a comment and share with your friends all right share with your friends so they too can be blessed thank you i'll see you in the fourth part fourth part all right guys have a beautiful life bye thank you for listening to today's episode of voice of eden podcast we hope it was a blessing to you kindly follow us on social media at voice of eden share with your friends and keep god first